This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast. Good morning. Thank you for joining us both here in the sanctuary and of course online. We are so grateful to have you joining us over this next hour plus. It is going to be a beautiful service because love lives here. Please join, join me in sharing our mission statement. There we go. (laughs) We are a vibrant, welcoming, multi-generational, prosperous community embodying love and awakening spiritual consciousness. As I said, one of the things that is most beautiful about unity is that love lives here. And that is true for anybody who walks through these doors or who listens to our service online. We are an inclusive and welcoming community to all. And that is so important because so many of us have arrived here in this moment in time with a variety of different paths and a variety of different life journeys and a variety of different life stories. So you are welcome here, everyone, all of us. Thank you for being here. And now I'd like to turn it over to Soulshine to get this party started with some music. I, I like having you guys here to actual live feedback. That's awesome. You know, we don't sing from our seats. We sing from our feet. So get on up. And we're going to sing a, Little James Brown for you. a Ricky Byers Beckwith tune called Return to Me. Eric? Return to me. Return to me.
claim my power. I claim my power to change the world. Change it with love. Change it with love. Change it with love. I claim my power to change the world. And so it is. And so it is. And so the mic over to Claire to officially kick off our celebrations because what is more appropriate to follow celebratory music but celebrations from the people I would like to celebrate the young lady who is just dancing so beautifully for us <laughs> thank you so much for bringing forward your joy absolutely thank you and Claire Come up here. Now, if you noticed in the um, newsletter the past couple weeks, I was celebrating these two women because they're going to be moving pretty soon, and they've been longtime members, and I just wanted to celebrate and appreciate everything that they have. I like this. I'm up here on the stage. And feeling, I don't get to be taller than people very often. <laughs> um, and so I was really, I wanted to start, I feel like when we've got these members who move on, I want them to still remain part of our community and feel connected. And I was trying to come up, what's a, what's a cool gift? And I said, I know, a Soulshine mixtape. So on your drive, Terry's moving to Florida, so on your drive across country, you can put it, and you can be doing chants with us, and you can hear Victor and Eric and Dave, and so, yeah. So tell us just a little bit about your adventure and why you're leaving us. Okay. <laughs> Nothing like being put on the spot. Yeah, just no. whatever you want to share. Yeah. Um, and she's not leaving right away. She's got, yeah, I'm putting the mic up so the people Oh, is that better? Okay. Got to check in with Kevin, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm moving to Florida to help take care of my parents. That's the, the end in the, that's how it's coming out. Um, so I've sold my house in Bend. It took, eh, like 18 hours. <laughs> yeah, that long. 
Um, though we are still negotiating. But um, it'll be me, the dog, and the cat driving cross country. So that will be really awesome. <laughs> I, I will take your prayers for that. Oh, I'm heading back to Valley. Actually, I'm heading to Portland. Um, I have a son and my two grandchildren that I've known since birth, and so I'm reversing roles and going to be with them again. Says I have four more years. My granddaughter's starting uh, high school, and it's like after that, you know, you're gone. So, who knows? After four years, I may be back, but <laughs> right now, I'm here. Well, we just want to thank Penny has been on the board. She has been a tremendous help to she and Pamela helped with beautification for outside and inside and with the Labyrinth Project and just contributed a huge amount of time. Terry has done um, hikes. You've led hikes for our, for the WOW group and, and other groups. Um, you've been a greeter. She used to come all the time to when we had the 830 meditation service. She would come early and, and be our greeter for that. What else? You helped with a lot of stuff. Just whatever, whatever was needed. Is there anything I missed for you too? No. You, every, they've helped a lot. So we have your mixtape, mix CD. If you know, and so yeah. I just thought, how fun! They're here for a cut. They're not leaving. I'm. I'm actually not going to be here for the next two Sundays. So that's why we're doing this today. Because you guys have a couple more Sundays, right? So. You've got a couple more Sundays to give them some good hugs and wish them on their way. Okay. Now, celebrations. I did not have anyone online give me a celebration this morning. So, those of you watching online, go ahead now and you can type in the chats if you've got something that you're celebrating. And Dave's hand is going up. Again, Mr. Celebration every week. I love that. I am celebrating all your prayers. Um, my awesome wife, Kalinda, right now is in Boise with her sister and brother and her mother. Her dad, uh, the, the, the household had COVID and the two of them are better at home, but the dad is on a vent right now. And he's in the hospital and they finally found a way, I think, to keep him stable. But uh, they're a little scared, they're a little worried, I think. And I've been constantly praying for their peace and their just letting go and letting just letting things happen as it may and that hopefully a miracle too so if you guys could please 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 pray for Kalinda and her dad Ken thank you all right you got it all right and Joanne yes you have to stand up so the people can see you at home I am celebrating an awesome weekend Jim and I went out to Colorado to Golden to visit with my sister and three older brothers a brother and the sister live out there, but another brother came in from Jacksonville, Florida. Another brother came in from uh, Ventura, California, and we flew in from Oregon. And we just had the most fun for three or four days, went hiking, out to dinner. It was just so nice. We realized we're so lucky to still have each other, and we like each other. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we love each other. And I always said the greatest gift my parents gave us, who are now gone, was each other. So it was awesome. Oh, wonderful. Love that. Yeah. Anyone else? Don't be sure. Okay, Carol, back here. Those are, so it's Carol, right? Yes. I'm, 
So she came the first day that we started back. She's, a, she's not officially, but she's been coming every Sunday. So if you guys have not met Carol yet, we have a few Carols here. So you're may, I think you're Carol number four. So, yes. I just want to celebrate that my son, youngest son, from Olathe, Kansas, is here visiting with his beautiful family, and he came with me. Welcome. And what is, what's your name? Jeff. All right. Welcome, Jeff. Thanks for coming. Who else has a celebration? Donna. I'm celebrating the prayer class. I have been a late prayer chaplain, I don't know, eight, nine, ten years. Not that I thought I knew everything about prayer, but I'm learning so much. So when the prayer class comes around again, you know, Jane is, anytime Jane teaches, I'm there. But it's real, I'm learning so, so much. So jump in, and there's so many ways to pray. I know, well, that's one of the weird topics, right? A lot of us are, well, I'm not sure, you know, when we've done spirit groups and stuff, one of the things we ask, okay, who wants to pray in? Or, and nobody, it's like nobody wants to volunteer. But it's not, a big, you just say whatever comes from here, right? So is that it? Do we have any more celebrations? <gasps> Aubrey, you want to have a celebration? Okay. Um, I wanted to say, um, I feel like everything everybody said was really like loving and some of them were funny. And I think that I just want to celebrate everybody coming here and now it's really nice, all these people. And I think everybody, I like everybody's dresses are really pretty. <laughs> what a great little spirit to have here, huh? So, all right, I think, I think, Oh, Jane has a celebration. Did one just can't come to you? I am celebrating my granddaughter, who is five months old and is already a reader. And her mom sent me pictures this morning of her reading in the books and th that I've given her because I'm committed to addicting another generation to books. So Nice. And I just remembered, Kevin and I have a celebration. We leave on Tuesday for Roatan, which is, the, a lot of people know, it's an island off of Honduras. It's part of Honduras. And we're going on a dive trip. We're going to go scuba diving for So, woo-hoo. What, what was that? Diners, drive-ins, and dives. A dive trip. Maybe we will, Eric. All right, and back to you, Miss Megan. Thank you for all of the celebrations that were shared and all of those that are also lingering in our online space. So we just hold space in our hearts for those celebrations as well. And this is something, this next part is something that is newer to our service lineup. And it's not the affirmative prayer, it's the reflection question according to my sheet. So we'll go with what I have because I'm wearing the microphone. So. <laughs> We, we have added this new component um, to service where we have an opportunity to have a discussion. The discussion is based on a topic that will be brought forward by our speaker, who today is Reverend Robin Ryan. Her topic for later is the practical way to live in the state of love. So given that as our topic, we have this beautiful question. When you notice that you are not happy about something, AKA you're sad, you're mad, you're frustrated, what is a creative way that you have noticed works for you 
that brings you back to your natural state of being, which, as we know from our unity principles, is love. So we'll have about two minutes for you guys to discuss amongst yourself this particular question. What it really does is it starts us to think about how we can apply some of the things that we talk about in our everyday life. And that starts from conversation, right? And connecting with people who are thinking like-mindedly and same of heart. So thank you for sharing that time with one another. All right, so the next portion is prayer. And I love how Claire talked about prayer just moments ago and how it is just this opportunity to tap in to all that is divine and just speak from the heart. And so prior to service, I had approached Reverend Jane and said, how would you feel about me sharing how we tap into divine and the words that we use in our family? As we do it a little a specific way, and it's something that um, I'm gonna throw out there. You can take it, you can leave it, whatever feels good to you. But I like to begin by calling forth the divine in all of us, by saying heavenly father, earthly mother, and the great spirit within all of us. So we sit in the presence of all that is beautiful, all that is love, and all that is abundant around us. And we hold that light of love of all that is. We hold it in our hearts, but we don't hold it in our hearts for it to be close within us. We hold it in our hearts so that we can grow it, so that it grows beyond us, and it becomes a force a force of light and a force of change. And it is a force because it is what is real. And it's not something that we have to become. It is who we are. And just like that divine tune that you might have just heard, when we are who we are, we cannot help not sing our song of love for others to hear, for others to feel, and for others to be called back to the truth of who they are. And it is this prayer that we hold within us, within this room, within this great community. It is this prayer that this, the world needs to hear now more than ever. And so when we come together in community, it is this song that we sing. It is this prayer that we shout from the mountaintops.
know Kathy's name. Love, I know it's around here somewhere, or at least it was, until you left the freezer door open just one more time, forgot to mow the lawn, take out the garbage, wash your pasta-encrusted dish in the sink again. Love really was here, lurking around corners, seeping into tight places, even though you triggered me just one more time. I told you to stop being negative about my family, but no, you had to go and tease my brother about his low-scoring bowling game until he huffed and puffed his way out of the room. Really? Must you? And the time you insisted we take the Long Island Expressway instead of the Grand Central Parkway, which made us late to my sister's wedding. Yes, I reminded you of that quite often. Part of the unraveling of love when we hearken back to old hurts and poke each other until we have an indent on our hearts. Yet, despite these unconscious faux pas, I know that love is truly the foundation. It is up to me to see beyond these disturbances. My job is to embrace the good and beauty that lies within you. Recognize that you are human, as am I. If you are projecting hurt, that is probably because you are hurting. I and we need to hold the mirror up to see the deepest reflections of truth and not run away from it. See it through, literally. Honor the place in you that is trying so hard to connect. Come back to center to be the center of the universe for each other while maintaining our own sovereignty. Can we achieve this? Is love a glue that binds us together in harmony or that sticky stuff that keeps us stuck and stagnant? Once again, it is up to us to navigate this journey with a working compass that leads us in the direction of divine love for self, for each other, so that we can rest in each other's arms, knowing that all is well with the world, at least for this moment in time. Love, I know it's around here somewhere. Thank you, Donna, that was absolutely beautiful. One of the ways that we can put love into action is through prayer. And so we have a prayer claim form that is online. We used to pass them around here in the, in the sanctuary, but it's online. And I just want to say a piece about that before we jump into our meditation. And just like Donna talked about love being the glue that binds us together, one of the ways that we can affirm that glue is through affirmative prayer. And that's what we believe in here at Unity. Instead of throwing out the lifesaver and saying, save me, help me, we put a declaration or affirmative commitment to what we know to be true. And we do that through our prayer claim forms. And those forms are online and the website should be listed up there. And now I would like to invite Chris, 
First, we're going to do the prayer, the affirmative prayer, since we're talking about affirmation and prayer and love. So please join me in saying, love is our ultimate reality, everywhere present and whole. It radiates abundantly and continually creates good in my life and in the world. As we gratefully acknowledge the presence and power of love now, we see the people and circumstances we hold in prayer, healed and illumined by love, and so it is. So let that resonate in our hearts while Kristen Lucas joins us for some singing bowls. <clears throat>
I can't think of a better word to follow those sounds than attunement. So after the song, Reverend Robin will be joining us to share her talk on attunement, the practical way to live in a state of love. Almost felt you touching me just now. Wish I knew which way to turn and go. I feel so good and then I feel so bad. I wonder what I ought to do. If I could only fly If I could only fly I'd bid this place goodbye And come and be with you But I can hardly stand And I got nowhere to run Another sinking sun One more lonely night Wind keeps blowing somewhere Every day Tell me things get better somewhere up the way Just dismal thinking On a dismal day And sad songs for us to bear Sometimes I write happy songs Then some little thing goes wrong And I wish they could all make you smile Coming home soon and I want to stay 
Maybe we could somehow get away I wish you could come with me when I go again If I could only fly If I could only fly I'd bid this place goodbye And come and be with you But I can barely stand I got nowhere to run Another sinking sun One more lonely night Thank you, gentlemen. All right, before I turn the stage over to Reverend Robin, I'd like to introduce you to her if you don't know her. So I have had the pleasure of driving Reverend Robin home from um, Unity Service one time after she had a broken foot. And so I got to meet her in a very one-on-one personal way. I was delighted to know that she's a cowgirl, so like myself, she's got a little grit and she takes after my heart. But she is one of the most dynamic individuals that I have met, including being an airplane pilot for the better part of her career. But what captures my heart about Reverend Robin is the twinkle in her eye. And when you pray with her or when she smiles at you, you know she has the secret sauce. She has figured out this thing that we are looking for, and it's that connection to divinity and that connection to self. And so when I knew that I was getting to introduce her, I could not be more honored and more delighted because she is absolutely a beautiful angel with a beautiful message, and I'd like to invite her up to share her message with us today. Thank you. Ooh. Okay, come over here. I'm going to speak from here. X marks the spot. Good morning. This is my first time back for a very long time, so it's good to be back. Attunement. That is so lovely. And we live in such a beautiful spot in the world that, I don't know about you, but all I need to do is look at the mountains, the countryside, the birds out my window feeding on the feeder, and I just feel that joy. And then I feel the love. And oh, life feels so good. And then something slaps me across the face, and life shows up. And what do we do in those moments when life kind of unhinges us a little, knocks us off the love pedestal? The other time I've noticed that I get knocked off is when I'm in a hurry. 
It's almost like I'm running late and I'm driving somewhere and oh dear, I should have left five minutes before I did. And love and beauty, I'll think about you later. I gotta stay focused on getting where I'm going. And I literally take myself out of that. So how do we shift and come back? Because we, we all know that feeling of when, we, when we've been there in love, in attunement. Through my training in NLP, we break it down into little bits enough until it's doable, even when we're feeling like we're in fairly big crisis. So let's talk first about what attunement is. I first dove deeply into that word through working with my horses. And through the horsemanship I'm practicing, we're not just learning to be good riders and learning to teach the horse to do this when we want that and that when we want to do that. I am interested in attuning with him. I am interested in fully, fully, and him attuning with me. And what does attunement mean when someone truly sees you? when someone truly hears you, and when they look into your eyes or say something, you get that they get you on a deep, deep level. How does that feel when you're in attunement with someone? Now I get to tell a story on my one of my favorite people in the world, and that's Reverend Jane. We all have wonderful stories about Jane. Not too long ago, I thought I'd like to do a new endeavor, and so I asked Jane for a reference to send off to this new endeavor, and she sent me a copy of, what, of the reference that she wrote for it. And I, I felt so gotten just to my core. She said things that she knew about me that, that just spoke not to what you might think she would say, but how she really felt about me. And I felt so gotten. When is a time in your life when you feel like someone has really, truly gotten you? How did that feel? Where did you feel it in your body? Now ask yourself, who created that feeling? Was it the other person? The obvious might answer might be, oh, well, Reverend Jane did for me. But if your answer is the other person, you're missing the mark a little. Who created that feeling in you was you. That came from deep, deep inside. And it came from the place of love, it came from the place of pain, it came from the place where we live our lives and experience everything we experience. It all comes from here. And so that sounds easy, but it isn't. I notice that sometimes when I'm in this beauty and love and life is going well, 
And all of a sudden, I sort of sabotage it. And I ask myself, all right, Robin, what's that about? And I realize there's another religion that I practice out there sometimes. It's called Murphy's Law. <laughs> and that little voice in the back of my head, you know the one that gets you in trouble all the time? Says to me, oh, well, 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 don't be too happy because then it'll really hurt when you're actually bringing up your next slap in the face. And I noticed that even though I d said I didn't believe in Murphy's Law, it kept coming up. Has that happened to you? And you know better, but there it is. And I'll tell you the one thing that helped me finally, finally make peace with Murphy and say, yes, you're a very nice man, um, but I, no longer are you in my religious beliefs. And that is, when that voice came up and said, oh, be careful, I said, oh, you know what? Thanks for reminding me because I need all the attunement, I need all the love that I can bring in me now for the next time that slap shows up. And I'm not creating it by being in love. The other thing that's tough about attunement, I think the most difficult thing, is you have to take responsibility for all of your feelings, all of the time. I mean all of them. It doesn't matter what life brings to you. You can blame the other person, you can blame the moment, you can blame the outside force. You can blame the weather. But any time, and I truly mean any time, no matter what's happening, when we put the blame out there, we have given away our attunement. And every time, I mean, every, it doesn't matter. I, I, I can almost hear you saying it because my voice says it all the time. But Robin, you don't understand. I was the innocent party here. Yeah, I know. I think that all the time too. Oh, no, 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 Robin, you don't understand. This couldn't possibly be my fault. Well, you're right. It isn't your fault. However, it is your responsibility to come back to attunement and practice what I know to be the deepest truth that I keep testing. I'm a tester. I, I take a beautiful belief, I take it on, but then I notice I don't trust you. I gotta test it like a little kid, you know? What I know to be true is the deepest truth is simply that there is a gift in all things. And if we're looking for it, we'll find it. And it doesn't matter how bad it looks or how bad it feels or how terrible the world will tell us we've been treated. If we want to go into that place of, oh, poor me, the world says, okay, you can be unhappy if you wish. Or you can open your heart to, I know there's a gift in there for me somewhere. And I don't know what it is yet, but I don't need to know. I know that if I open the doors to my heart, it will show up. And probably sooner than rather than later. 
as long as we're open. And it, it sounds easy, but it's not. And sometimes I have to wallow for a while before I find it. How about you? When I lived in Vancouver, I used to um, go to the post office for things, and um, on kind of surprising, I, I loved going to the post office because there was one little cubicle, a person in that cubicle, she had a sign on her cubicle wall, and I loved reading that sign. And finally, I took a picture of it, but I would always wait until she was available and have her wait on me. And that you might have heard it, that sign said, resentment is like eating poison and expecting the other person to die. <laughs> now, I would always laugh at that and go, I'm so glad I don't do that. <laughs> and then I'd realize, how many times a day do I do that? Every time I spout out a negative thought, a negative judgment, I'm absolutely eating my own poison. And when I take responsibility for that, <gasps> there's another slap that helps me come back into me. It helps me come back into my heart. It helps me to remember that I'm not supposed to look like anybody else or anything else. It takes me out of judgment and I get, get to come back to being me. Now, the reason I, I was, I was really glad that I stayed away for as long as I did, and I know we don't need to go into the whys of all that's happened in this world, but I've been gone for like a year and a half, and it has given me time to feel some feelings I didn't want to feel. It's given me time to research what that was about. And it had to do with my leadership here at Unity. And the reason I'm here is because I feel like I have been so blessed with counselors and teachers and mentors and guides and just so many people have helped me on my journey of healing and knowing the inner truth that I've, I wanted to pass it on. I truly wanted to, that's all I want, still all I want. But the uncomfortable truth that I had to face was that when I was, often when I was getting ready for church on Sunday, I was in a funk about something or, you know, something was kind of bothering me, but I'd think, okay, it's Sunday, I'm going as a leader, I have to put that to the side so I can be here for you. And then I would wonder why, when I would talk to some people, I can read an audience pretty well, and I would feel like they didn't really get me. And I realized through this time, through this feeling this, it's because I wasn't being authentic. People would come up and say, how are you doing, Robin? Oh, I'm great, how about you? And that's not always true. I have all of my feelings about life, same as everyone else. And so it's made me rethink my leadership, how I want to show up. So I am claiming that from now on, when you ask me, Robin, how you doing? 
I'm going to give you the real answer. I'm going to say, yeah, you know, I've been struggling some with some things this week, and I've been worried and anxious about this other stuff over here. Don't need to go into the details right now, but that's the truth of it. How are you doing? How's that work for you? Would that be okay? All right, let's start right now. Let's start right now. Ask me, how you doing, Robin? Well, I've been struggling, thank you. And you know, I, I, I really want to be here for you, but I guess first I have to get my little voice out of the way so I can truly be present with you. Thanks for asking. Now, how are you doing? I am doing wonderful. Yay. <laughs> so now, when is a time that you stayed in attunement. Not when it was easy, but when the world gave you all the permission in the world to feel sorry for yourself. Pick a moment and feel proud that you didn't go with the cultural teaching that says, oh, poor me. You went with Yeah, stuff happens, and it knocks me. And I'm bigger than that. Because each one of us, our spirits are so much larger than anything that happens to us at any given moment. And we always have the opportunity to rise back into that knowing, that attunement. It is such a worthy practice And do it daily. And I mean tiny stuff. Don't wait for the big stuff. Practice on the little stuff. Like I would drop something on the floor and break it. And you know that nasty little voice. Well, you know, I don't think it ever truly goes away. That's part of our humanness. And I'd catch my nasty voice going, well, if you'd have been paying attention to what you were doing, you wouldn't have dropped that. And now instead I go back to a tomb and go, thanks for sharing, but oh dear. <laughs> and then I go, and I, as I'm picking the pieces up, rather than going, oh, well, I used to love this thing, instead knowing how be- noticing the beauty of it with the break. Practice that with tiny little things, because then as time goes on, it's there for you in the bigger things. And I've watched that unfold for me. I've watched when the, of course, I'm kind of a rebel spirit anyway, and the world says I should feel bad. That always gives me my best moments. (laughs) But when big things happen, then you can go back to, wait, 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 wait. I know there's a gift in here for me, and I am open to it. I am open. There's another wonderful word that I love, that's been maligned in our society, and that's humble. Humble doesn't mean playing small. Humble doesn't mean feeling small. Humble means we're open. We open our hearts, we open our minds, and we keep them open. And there's no room for judgment in humble. 
Now, how many times a day, I, I don't have enough fingers and hand, uh, toes to show you, how many times a day do we judge just ourselves? Per day. I mean, I, I don't have, exactly, lots. Stay humble, which means staying open. Because then that inner voice can take us back to the truth of who we are, and that is love. It is always love. Love is always the answer. But love doesn't mean hearts and flowers. Sometimes some pretty major earthquakes happen to bring us back to love. That doesn't mean the earthquake was bad. It means we are open to that wake-up call every moment to return to love. I have one of my favorite, favorite authors. This was the author that actually brought me to the New Thought idea, and Illusions by Richard Bach. This is Illusions 2 by Richard Bach. There is no blessing that can't be a disaster, and no disaster that can't be a blessing. Soak that in. So take time to attune in yourself to that inner place, past the judgment mind that never, ever silences. Oh, it silences for a while in, in meditation or in beautiful places. But then, just when you think you got it handled, it rears its head again. Go past that to your heart. Come back to attunement. Come back to getting all of you. And don't let the judgment derail you from knowing in your inner heart that all you are is love. Namaste. Tell me how year 
after year, you're sure your heart will fall apart. Each time you hear her name, I know. It's now or never The more I love The more that I'm afraid That in your eyes I may not see forever Forever If we can be the best of best of friends If we can try with every day to make it better as it grows With any luck then I suppose The music If we can be the best of lovers, yet be the best of friends. If we can try with every day to make it better. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Reverend Robrand. And I love just that last little piece of that song, The Music Never Ends, and love is the same way. It is infinite in its supply. Love never ends. The music never ends. And that is our freedom when we can tap into that infinite supply of love and use some of the tips that Reverend Robin brought forward. So thank you. And before, I'll take, I'll take a little applause too. <laughs> Before we uh, move into the offering, Claire, I believe, has a letter that she'd like to share. My heart is so cold. So glad to have you back. Yay. 
first time back into the sanctuary since COVID and Robin's I'm, first I'm time and have her beautiful and Kristen playing the singing bowls and oh my gosh and you guys Victor and Eric just and Dave just amazing amazing we're so blessed aren't we oh my and and Jody's back singing and so yeah just all kinds of good energy and and it's Audrey or Aubrey Aubrey and this lovely young woman again here twirling around. <laughs> I loved it when Victor was singing if I could fly and she's up here flying. So we if I can call the greeters up, do you guys have those letters? So if you guys can each take a section. So this is our letter from the board and it's just an update so that you guys know what's going on with different things. It's a copy of our financials and just where we're at. So I, want, I wanted to make a big deal about this so that people actually read it, right? Okay, because, it, oh, you know, it's, I mean, it's a few pages long, single-spaced, and it's like, oh, okay, well, I'll set that. So I put it in a colored envelope, so even if it gets set on the counter, it's not going to blend in with stuff. I had a big craft project. I was going to do, like, a wax seal. Well, that was a craft fail. Um, so you get some pretty washi tape on the back. <laughs> Just, just to make it stand out a little bit. So one per family. What did you say? Oh, deliver by owl. Okay. Who, if someone has an owl, that would be a great idea. I love that, Manessa. So, and then if you guys have any questions. So I just wanted to make sure you guys are all in the know. And then those of you that are online or not coming in person, I'm also going to be sending it out via email tomorrow so that everyone will have a copy. Okay. I think that's all. Okay. Beautiful greeters can stand back up and come on up with the baskets, and we'll bless those before they head out. Hi. Oh my goodness. How are you? Good. It's so good to see you. Can't wait. All right. So these beautiful humans holding these baskets represent potential. Potential for our community, just like this beautiful young lady who has been filling the space with joy and freedom and potential. And as they come around, we are putting our love into the resources that are needed to put potential into action. And so we take a moment to bless these baskets. We bless them for what they are now and what they represent after they've been passed through our community, both here in person as well as online. And so we hold that we are able to step into action and do the things that represent love in the world because of the resources that are brought forward today from all of you. So thank you in advance. Let's sing our one gratitude song. It's not the 70s TV theme song. You make it sound It's an 80s TV theme song. Let's get out and have some fun. I got gratitude in my heart. I got gratitude in my soul. I just want to say thank you, thank you. I just want to say thank you, thank you. I just want to say thank you for it all. Thank you for it all. 
want to say thank you. Thank you. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. I just want to say thank you for it all. guys and uh, don't forget you can also text your contributions as well as donate online so lots of different ways to contribute to our community and we are grateful for all of them so if you guys could come back up and we will bless these offerings And I invite everyone to join in as we sing the blessing of the offering from the love of pure spirit within us. We bless these gifts. We send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly. And so it is. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. All right, we have a few announcements. Unless you guys have a song? No? Okay, good. <laughs> All right, wonderful. So the first thing that I would like to announce, and Claire, I'm curious if you would like to come up and share a few words about your spiritual adventure tour. Kevin, want me to put you on the spot. And we're getting, it's a small group, so we are inviting and we are opening it up to Unity members first. Um, Kevin and I have guided trips all over the world with, through photography and to go and give back to other places. And so this is an amazing opportunity. So we've got, where do we post information? On the website. Okay, it is on the website. So just like you see, so just go to our website slash travel and you can find it there. Or if you have questions, Kevin and I can answer them. So it's going to be amazing. Fabulous. Thank you. you. I believe it's also under the Discovery tab or Discover tab on the website as well. Very good. Also on that same part of our website is the opportunity to watch past um, services. So if you missed a service or you want to go back and revisit message, all of those are on our website and again under that Discover section. So next week, which is August the 8th, we have two events happening. The first is a food bank or food drive happening here at the sanctuary. And so that will be distributed to um, members who are in need of extra support in the form of a food bank. So that is August the 8th. Again, that's next Sunday. And then also next Sunday, Melissa, and I, Melissa, I'm trying to think of her last name. McGlenn, yes, Melissa McGlenn will be hosting a drumming circle that is here at the Labyrinth starting at 7 p.m. and that goes to 8.30 and that is to honor the passing of our friend Tarika Leah. So we hope that you can join us in that celebration and honoring her life as well with this, the beautiful sounds of drums. And I believe that is all that the announcements that we have for the today.
can do the prayer first. Okay. So we'll close our time together in joining in the prayer of protection. The light of God surrounds me. I am the light of God. The love of God enfolds me. I am the love of God. The power of God protects me. I am the power of God. The presence of God watches over me. I am the presence of God. Wherever I am, God is because I am. Thank you to everyone who has made this possible, including Sunshine. Take it away. The light of God surrounds me. I am the light of God. The love of God enfolds me. I am the love of God. The power of God protects me. I am the power of God. The presence of God watches over me. I am the presence of God. Wherever I am, God is. Say thank you. Thank you. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. I just want.